The following podcast is a glimpse into the life of First United Methodist Church in Beaumont, Texas. We pray it is a blessing as you seek to love your city with the heart of Christ. Shall we pray? Let the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts, O God, be acceptable in thy sight, our strength and our salvation, our rock and our redeemer, our hope and our help. And all God's people said, Amen. Last week after I mentioned FIFA World Cup women's soccer, I was out in the backyard doing backyard things. And all of a sudden, it hit me right in the head. The kids next door were playing wiffle ball, and one of them hit it over the fence, and it hit me. It didn't really. That's just a story. By the way, when I tell stories like that, I try to tell you that that's a preacher's story. It's a preacher's story used to set up. But I was thinking about how teamwork makes the dream work. And I was thinking about how it takes everybody in the body working together in concert and cooperation with each other all the time for us to do what God calls us to do. And then this idea struck me in my mind. Both College World Series have have been completed, the women's softball and the men's baseball, and baseball in Major League now entering the dog days of July and August. And I thought about playing baseball or softball. For you to play, you have to have a basic skill set of run, throw, catch, hit. Those are the things involved in playing baseball. Run, throw, catch, hit. You've gotta be able to do those. Now there are some position players where people have particular skills like pitching. You've got a specialized skill of throwing if you're a pitcher, right? And playing catcher, you've got to be able to catch the ball that those pitchers throw at you because anybody who throws that fast is not throwing it to you, it's throwing it at you. I've played catcher before, I get it. So I was thinking about that and, and thinking about how there are also, as well as position players, there are what are called utility players. And those are the folks who excel at run, throw, catch, hit in such a way that they can play anywhere on the field almost, except maybe pitcher. And and I called Coach Jamie just to make sure I was not off base about my thinking, and she said I was right. She also told me that, that more and more in the game today, people are utility players, more than specialized players, more than a third baseman or third base woman, they're a utility infielder. And if you've been watching the Astros lately, um, you can see that with, with some of their regular starters on the injured reserve, they've been putting utility players in. Sometimes an infielder will play outfield, and sometimes an outfielder will have to play infield. And it's because they're good utility players that they can do that. Coach Jamie clued me in about that, too. I haven't been watching the Astros lately. Um, So where am I going with this baseball, softball analogy? The fruit of the Spirit is our basic skill set as followers of Jesus. 
Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. That's our basic skill set. And, and here's the thing. We get all of them. It's a fruit salad, not a buffet. We don't get to pick and choose of those nine fruit which we think we have and which we don't want. I mean, I don't, I, don't, I don't know about you at the buffet, but you might or might not prefer to have Brussels sprouts in the buffet, right? I like Brussels sprouts. Some people don't. Fruit of the Spirit, we may or may not wish to, to claim that we have patience. But the truth is, when Paul wrote to the church in Galatia and to us, he said the works of the flesh are all of these things, indicating that we may or may not participate in all of those at the same time. But he changed his grammar and wrote the fruit of the Spirit is the fruit singular is all of these it's a fruit salad god intends for us to have all of them love joy peace patience kindness goodness faithfulness gentleness and self-control you remember the story i was a pastor in van texas holly was teaching kids night on wednesday night and second graders came up to me and they said pastor john do you, do you know the fruit of the spirit I was like, well, it's in Galatians chapter 5, I think. They said, yeah, it's love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Can you do that? I said, not yet, but I'm going <laughs> to. Um, apparently, shame is a powerful tool for me. They did it, and now I know them. Love is agape, God's perfect love. It describes as much deliberate effort as it does emotive feeling. Love includes deliberate effort. Joy is found, founded in God alone in this word. Peace is that which makes for the good of all God's creation. I hesitate to, to define patience for us because once I define it, it means I'm accountable to it. And one commentator that I read this week said, if God were human, we would have been wiped out long ago without God's patience. Patience is patience enough to put up with all of us. None of us are perfect. We're all working on that. We all have foibles. We all have faults. We all, I believe in each and every moment are in fact doing our very best at that moment. But I need patience to put up with me sometimes. So that's what patience is. Kindness is, is, is um, the same word that, that Jesus uses about his yoke, the yoke of Christ. He says it fits perfectly. It doesn't chafe. It means we fit together without irritating one another. That's why patience comes before kindness. <laughs> you can laugh at that later. You don't have to right now. Goodness equipped with virtue at every point. Equipped with virtue at every point. 
faithfulness is reliability, gentleness is submissive to the will of God and teachable. Self-control is the same word used for an athlete disciplining his or her body. Someone who is in training continuously. Someone who believes that their performance matters. Someone who knows that the team depends upon them. Now the difference between gifts of the Spirit and fruit of the Spirit is that gifts are received gratefully. The gift of speaking in public, the gift of administration, the gift of leadership, the gift of speaking in tongues and interpretation of tongues. Those are gifts that the Holy Spirit gives as the Spirit determines there is need and as the Spirit determines that it will be beneficial to the body. Fruit are cultivated. Fruit are grown over time. It's like our own little garden. I've got my garden in which God invites me to grow love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. So how do we do that? How do we cultivate this fruit of the Spirit since, since we're in part responsible for it? First, you've got to know your lineup. Every baseball, softball coach, manager knows their starting lineup. There are nine of them. Pitcher, catcher, third, short, second, first, left, center, and right field. There are nine. There are nine fruit of the Spirit. What are they? Very good. Some of y'all are still working on that. But, but, but God invites us to grow into perfection. God also is patient enough to know that we won't reach it in, in, in this moment. Memorize the list. I'll tell you why in a minute. Memorize the list. Baseball players and softball players go to batting practice, right? And I don't know if you've ever been to the batting cages, but I always like to finish on my best hit. <laughs> and sometimes I've gone to the batting cages and swung once and hit it as far as it could go in the batting cage, like it was on the way out of the park. Yes, I put the bat up and I walk out. <laughs> That's why I'm not playing professional ball. That's why I never had a chance even to play high school baseball. Batting practice is repetitive, repetitive, repetitive. It's muscle memory. It's eye and hand coordination. You have to do it often and frequently. It's the same with remembering this list. When those second graders came up to me, I didn't know that list immediately. They hadn't learned it instantly either. It took me a full week to get nine simple words down in my brain in order so that the next Sunday morning when I saw those second graders, I can say, you taught me to the importance of remembering this list. Third, warm up. I, I, love, I love going to the ball game. I love getting there early enough to watch the warm up because it reminds me of growing up. They go out and they play catch. 
They go out and they play catch. They throw the ball back and forth and they're just playing catch. Well, if, if you know of a situation that's coming up that may test your fruitfulness in these areas, warm up. Warm up. I mean, I, I don't know what your plans are for the fourth, but maybe you're going grocery shopping. And maybe your day is such that you can't be there when the store opens and nobody else is there. And you go at the same time that every single other person on God's green earth is in the grocery store with you. It's not their fault that you're there too. It isn't. And, 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 and so the way to go into that setting is to say, you know what? I can see that the parking lot of my favorite grocery store is packed. That means the store is full. That means I'm either going to come back later when it's less full, or I'm going to go in with the attitude that we're all here together looking for what we need for our groceries, and there's space enough for all of us to be here together at the same time. Because if I don't have that attitude going in, warm up. Know your lineup, go to batting practice, warm up, and run. And if you don't run anymore, walk. Turn off the noise, put down the phone, put down the music, and walk. It's a fun time to self-assess. We must know ourselves and where we are in relation to these fruit in order to be able to stick together in the body of Christ, to play together as a team. The week before we thought Ben was going to have surgery, my stress levels were out of the roof and everybody around me was painfully aware of it, including me. And I handed off Bible study leadership on Thursday. I said, Ray, I got to have you. I just knew that being in a group when I was way up here was not going to be good. And I was going to struggle to bear any of these fruits. So I said, here, you take it. I need a pinch hitter. I need a relief pitcher. I need somebody to sub me out so that I can take a break and get back to where I know God intends me to live. Know your lineup. Go to batting practice. Warm up. Know yourself. And play the game. Jump into the game, get on the field, and play your best, and know the importance, the absolute essential importance for each of us, always, as much as we're able, to have a heap and help and harvest of Holy Spirit fruit salad. A heap and help and harvest of Holy Spirit fruit salad will help us work together stronger. You see, Paul tells us that life in the Spirit is freedom. Freedom in Christ that frees us from the whimsy of our emotions and our feelings, that frees us from the whimsy of our peculiarities and particularities, that frees us from our preferences so that we can be free to work for the greater good of all God's people and the salvation of the world. You might say learning this together in community is a younger sibling 
watching an older sibling pray. Paul said, those who live in the Spirit will inherit the kingdom of God. This is what Wesley, how Wesley characterized our salvation and the kingdom of God. By salvation, I mean not barely, according to the vulgar notion, deliverance from hell or going to heaven, but a present deliverance from sin right now, delivered from sin, a restoration of the soul to its primitive health, its original purity. Remember when we thought everybody was good? When we were little? Remember when everybody had a chance to play on the field? Because everybody got to play? Do you remember when, when we were little and we believed the best about everybody? That's what Wesley is talking about here. The renewal of our souls after the image of God. True religion, he wrote, is the loving God with all our heart and our neighbor as ourselves, and in that love, abstaining from all evil and doing all possible good with all persons. How do you do that? Have a heaping help and harvest of Holy Spirit fruit salad each and every day of our lives. To know our lineup, to go to batting practice, to warm up, to know ourselves, and to play this game of life with as much love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, and gentleness, and self-control that God can grow within us. Let's pray. Like the eager player, God, we say, send us in, we're ready to play. And sometimes we know we need a lot of help. And so today we pray that your Holy Spirit would find new ways of being active in our lives so that we might bear better fruit, and more of it. And that in bearing such good fruit, we might find entry into people's lives who have yet to know your love, who have yet to call upon Jesus as Savior and Lord. So fill us with your fire for your people in your world that our fruit may help shape our lives and the lives of all whom we encounter. We pray this through Christ our Lord. And all God's people said, Amen. Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you would like more information, please visit our website at www.lovebeaumont.com.